George Lopez, man. George Lopez is very funny. He's he's like just like um because I was watching, you know, I, I was watching the George Lopez show after I saw the you know the movie because you know it's it's Peacock, so I'm just you know watching stuff. And then I was a, a big fan of the show like growing up. You remember George Lopez just come on at like a Nick and night like at two o'clock in the morning. Ooh, <laughs> you can literally fall asleep. <laughs> You can live fall asleep at night out of nowhere, and then somewhere at two, three in the morning, I used hear that song that wakes you up. But, um, but yeah, like just hearing like the delivery and the writing in that show and how he's went off the fly, like yo, like I'm like, I think you appreciate stuff as you get older. I'm like yo, man, this this dude was funny for real, and it still is funny for real, man. It was the episode. It was the episode. I think like like his daughter just just started a puberty or whatnot, and so, um, so everybody just kept on. Saying breast, 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 and he he he's like he's like dang, he gotta stop saying breast. Say something better, like like cheese. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's so much better. Right, I'm like that's just so much better for real. I'm like man, that was hilarious. That was funny. Yeah, but that show that show was funny. Mm-hmm. That 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 show was definitely funny back then. Mm-hmm. So Rodney, where you been at? Man. We got Shoot. a full month in the hole with Thursdays now, and still no guest appearance from Rodney. Sorry, man. Like Thursday is a, a celebrity. Oh, Thursdays are weird times for me. Okay, it's like it's definitely kind of weird for real. So stop getting my hopes up and just say you're not coming on. All right, fine. I'll let y'all know ahead of time. So I'm like, hey guys, I won't be able to make it. Let it's me like do that. Yeah. See, that's the thing. You don't ever say anything inside the chat either. Bro, First of all, Suda got on last night. First of all, Jay you know how many group chats? Um, first of all, I ain't gonna say nothing. First of all, you know how many chats that I'm in? I'll be honest, all my chats are on mute, to be honest, and when it, it just pops up whenever I just see it. So, by the way, Christina, because I know you're listening, that shows how much he loves us. That's how important cruise control is to him. Uh, I vote that we vote him out of the group. Wow, a banning ship. Yes. No, we're not letting you on the ship. Whatever. <laughs> we're not going to let you on the ship to get abandoned. Whatever. It's mentally exhausting with all these chats that I'm in and trying to keep up. Oh, my goodness. Like, you're the only person that's in multiple chats that got to keep up with all of them. Well, excuse me. I have... I, I, I'm, I'm going to speak that up for myself. But, yeah, I ain't... Where's I... I'm about to get bullied by you, okay? I'm not going to let this happen, okay? I got power over this. I'm just saying, I'm sorry that you're the only person that has to deal with these things, and it's just so overwhelming, and no one else understands what you're going through. You don't. You know what I'm going through. It's like how I don't understand what you're going through, okay? We're on two different paths and two different lengths. I'm sorry. The cap in that statement. Sorry, sorry I can't walk a mile in your shoes, Mike. It's like how you can't walk a mile in my shoes. Yeah, well, guess what? Our shoes might be different in different sizes, but we walk in a similar path. <laughs> we both are in a lot of group chats. We both got to take things from... I got to take things from group chats to send to other people like you. We both have multiple ministries and at the church all the time. We both work full time. We both have things obligation wise outside of the church and outside of work. I'm on sell drugs. You're being recorded, sir. I mean, 
Drugs is acronym for don't come on really understand geography system. I'll just say geography, <laughs> but okay. <laughs> don't really understand. You're gonna sell. Don't really understand geography systems. Yes, it's in the works. Don't ask me what it's about. Ronnie, what's Where, it about? Okay, look, I can't I can't say because the CIA is probably listening to our podcast right now. They are tapped into everything, so I'll let you know at a disclosed location. Well, I will write a letter to you so you can discreetly see it. Ronnie, are you excited about coming down for Jubilee? To be honest, I really am. I'm excited about Jubilee. We're gonna we're gonna have a ball in the most holy about. way as possible. You might have a ball. I'm gonna be working my behind off. And that's even the best part. Well, not you having to work, but I'm talking about I finally get to enjoy ministry without having to do ministry stuff. That's amazing. I want my money back. And, and honestly, I really had another gig. Honestly, I had like a like a event that I had to go to to a day, but I was like, I'm sorry, I can't do it. I got a podcast I'm doing. But I'll definitely send y'all love and sow a seed into the ministry. An event? Why didn't you say so? We could have did the podcast at a different time. Not day, I got, but time. I, I can't. My schedule is way too busy to maneuver anything. It's just like I, I got to be more disciplined than what commandments I make to in the days that I do. So, as a, that. Rodney's a superstar that's in high demand. Not superstar, just being more rooted in what I'm committed to. And I can't keep pushing back things because it's just going to spill over and it's going to make things worse. Like, 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 like we talked about last week, my balance. Balance. Sometimes, sometimes you gotta learn how to say no to things. As much as we want to be there for things and people, you understand that the path you're on. Sometimes you have to say no to things and commit to where God has you at. And God has doing this podcast. That's me just having to say no to things. Kanye mic drop. I mean, I. All right, let's get into something because this is this has been weird. By the way, if you would have been on, yes, you know, no, I'm not even gonna tell you. Nope, let's get into let's get into today's episode, everybody. <laughs> Why well, don't tell Rodney about yesterday? Ah, uh, don't use this video from this time because it's gonna look weird. Gang, gang, we the holy riders. Not me. We from the seven, seven, seven. The holy side. The south side yeah. of heaven. We rolling deep. Like a damn rock. Along with a man named Red, Black, and we just established there's a yellow. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's funny. No, that was incredibly funny today. He was like, Yeah, the yeah, the the fun Coleman. I was like, Isn't that red? <laughs> <laughs> isn't that red? Like, no, no, that's not my dad. I was like, Isn't that my your dad? He was like, no, no, it's a 
is me, Yellow Coleman. And I was like, oh, okay. Shaking my head. Technically, isn't your son the Yellow Coleman? <laughs> nah, nah, he's he's definitely beige. He's definitely beige. You're right. Judah's the Yellow Coleman, and then Judah Jr. is like translucent yellow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not translucent. I don't know. He got some color on him in that cruise, though. Yeah, he did. He definitely did, yeah. I love that kid, man. Him running around the church is just precious. Mm-hmm. So let's get into it, bro. So let's today do it. we are talking. What are we talking about? We're talking about uh purpose. purpose. Why am I here? Now, how do I find purpose? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna let you take it off the top, Rodney. Okay, purpose. Bet. Cool. All right. So for me, growing up, I always had the idea of why am I here? How are things invented? Like, sometimes I think we all have the idea on why am I here? Like, we sometimes we just don't know. And then for me, growing up, I always attached purpose to my career that I wanted to do. Of course, whereas with filmmaking and acting, I, in the past, identified that as my purpose um, of my anchor of me being there. And then the closer I got to Christ and you know, definitely feeding myself on the word. I'm starting to, I had a like revelation and even though I do love the arts and filmmaking and all that stuff, I come to the conclusion that that's not my purpose, but it's a piece of my purpose. And I really figured out when it comes to purpose, one of my favorite books is um, A Purpose Driven Life. And then pretty much what I took from that book is my purpose in life is to make the name God be known, make Jesus what he's done to be known. That is our purpose. And what we do with our lives, no matter where we're called to, whether it can be in the medical field, it can be in psychology, it can be film, it can be, shoot, even you being a janitor, that could be part of your purpose to let God's name be known. And that's what I like seeing. So that's my way of seeing purpose of let of letting God be known to the nations. All right, my G. All right, my G. So, how do we find purpose, bro? Why are we here? The big question. Mm-hmm. And it's not even like, like an exact, exactly like a. Why do I exist question like an existential mm-hmm. problem more of a why why am I in this ministry why did call God call me to this what did God call me to exactly you know um and we gotta figure out the question first we gotta question figure out the question of what am I supposed to be doing mm-hmm and I think we touched on it in the last pod where I said that your giftings will start to make themselves apparent. For sure. Um, one of the things that David was talking about uh, with us on Tuesday when we didn't have the call, right, was that uh, the thing that you felt so much pressure under and the enemy pushing you 
so hard, pushing against you so hard with is usually going to be where your calling is formed from. Hmm. For example, right? You might be called to be an evangelist and a teacher. And the enemy is going to do everything he can to bombard you socially and then make you feel uncomfortable talking to people. Now, why is that? It's because if he can make you feel uncomfortable talking to people and he can make you feel like you're socially awkward and that you don't like people and all that. What's going to happen is you're never going to walk into your purpose. You're always going to be running away from it, not realizing that that's your purpose right there. So I would say just find the area that you have the most resistance in and take a look at that. You know, um, for me for a while. I had a huge resistance when it comes to singing and when it came to people in general. Like I know mm-hmm. Rodney, you can you can you can definitely testify that I had a time where I legitimately might have hated people. Honestly, I'm surprised I made the cut. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of a yeah, you you made the cut, yeah. I made the cut, you know. You, you but made the cut. Yeah, yeah, but guys, he he is he's not lying. He's definitely not lying. Yeah, I was definitely an angry, bitter person, and I did not like people <clears throat> at all. I wonder if I could put this up here if it's better. Oh my goodness, that does improve the video quality if it's up higher. Let me set this up. Oh well. God, Godman Studios. Right, sitting here figuring things out mid mid pod, um, <laughs> but yeah. So we uh, dang it. See, I can't do now. Nah, I have to figure this out. Oh, if that camera had its own camera on, I wouldn't have to worry about this. Anyway, uh, so. I used to not like people at all and more so it was more not even just I didn't like people I didn't like being around people I thought people were just I thought everybody was just an idiot and that's the nice way of saying it (laughs) Uh, (laughs) for a long time I stopped liking to sing like I didn't want to sing at all not even just talking about leading worship. I didn't want to sing, period. And I find that I don't like my voice right now. And I'm still struggling with this. It's still a point that um, I'm contending with. Now, part of that's because I believe that I, you know, messed up my voice. I don't believe I sound the same as I used to. But when everyone else compliments it on the singing, like, you sounded great, I'm like, what were you guys listening to? <laughs> I'm up there out of obedience and everything, but I don't think as for a second that I sound good. Even when we were on a ship, dude, doing karaoke, I didn't think I sounded good singing. Mm-hmm. Tell me like, when you did the first song? Either one. 
Like I just went back and listened to that Sam Cooke song, and mm. I'm just like, ugh, it sounds so bad. However, like, if I listen to it objectively, I'm like, it doesn't sound bad. But because it's me singing, it's in my head that it doesn't sound good, and I have to fight through that. Now, why did I have those two issues, and why did the enemy choose to attack me in that way with both of those, was because, one, I'm a worship leader, and two, I'm called to be a pastor. I can't walk in either one of those if I don't like people or if I don't want to sing anymore. That is true. Like, how am I supposed to walk in those anointings? And so that's the pushback and the spiritual warfare that I constantly get from both of those as far as the giftings go. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And that's definitely true. Um, I definitely feel you when it comes to the whole, you said whatever you're called to, you feel the most resistance, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, for, okay. So then, I guess it's two things I do want to like discuss or trying to just talk with you about whether which one. So when it comes to, for example, say if, for example, say if you enjoy, talk about this. Say if you enjoy singing, but you go, you know, I guess maybe because it has to do with faith. Say if you have all the confidence when it comes to the singing point, hey, I know I'm great at singing. I love writing and being being up in the pulpit and lead people in worship. I love doing that. So, but there's to a point where it's like when it comes to the preaching side, where it's something you're not as familiar with or like not that much strengthened to do as of yet. Like, like what is your viewpoint or how you see things like compared to something as if in those two things, like one thing that you are called to, I guess, because you have a little bit of a, how can I say this? I guess it's like, you're so comfortable with the singing part because you know that's what you love doing, but compared to something that you haven't done yet or not as familiar with, like what is the difference between that? Because I think sometimes we do have people who they are called to ministries and they enjoy it and they love it. But when it comes to another things, we be like, oh God, I don't, I don't see me doing that. Do you think that's more of like a faith thing you have to trust God where he's leading you to? Or do you think it's something that people should very be vigilant about, if that makes any sense? All right, so I'm going to be real with you, Rodney. Mm-hmm. I can't relate on that because it's the opposite for me. Yeah. I'm actually ready to go preach. Mm-hmm. And I do not want to lead worship. <laughs> because, again, in my mind, the way I sound is not acceptable. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, now, but I used to, I'm not gonna lie, I used to squirm whenever I would thought about having to be a pastor, having to preach, having to uh, be a leader within the church. Mm-hmm. And I think where that comes from is one, it's not trusting God because your faith hasn't been built up to that point. You can't see yourself doing what he's called you to do yet. Mm-hmm. And because of that, you because you can't see yourself doing what he's called you to do you end up doubting god's word you end up fighting and struggling against it mm-hmm. when you when god speaks a word over you 
and he says what you're called to do, what your purpose is, it's not always going to be easy. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily going to be the most fun thing. It's not necessarily going to do the most comfortable thing because typically it's going to require growth and growth mm-hmm. is uncomfortable. It's an uncomfortable process. Growth isn't supposed to feel good. Even like when you think of natural growth, natural growth is a very uncomfortable process. You Have you ever grown at a rapid rate, like had a growth spurt growing up? It doesn't feel good. Your your muscles, your bones, your whole body structure, and your skin included, is all stretching at a rapid rate. It actually hurts. It hurts, and it's you feel sore. It doesn't feel good. It's an uncomfortable, unpleasant feeling. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing spiritually. When you have to grow, especially growth at a faster rate, it doesn't feel good. It's mm-hmm. not supposed to. It's not supposed to feel comfortable. You know, one of the things that I was always taught, and I think I've said it on here before, is comfort- comfortability is the enemy of success. Mm-hmm. Because when you're comfortable, you're not growing. You can't be growing. You can't develop and grow when you're in a comfortable place. You have to be uncomfortable for you to grow. Yeah, I agree. And that's something, you know, I kind of knew that was the answer to my question, but, you know, I always love to see your point of view on things and how you see it. And I definitely do agree. I do believe what has God has called you to, it's, it's, it's going to seem far-fetched from a human point of point of view. Um, even like for, for, for me, like, even like oh, a lot of people, that sucks. even like, like, <laughs> I'm sorry. No, my video thing just started because it just said I'm doing. I'm on the demo version. Oh, oh, he's oh, that sucks. <laughs> wow, I only had like twenty minutes. Mm. Um, fifteen. But minutes. yeah. Oh. oh, really? But but yeah, that's definitely what I've been struggling with, and like just trying to you know gain clarity on it. Like, even though I'm, I'm say I, ah, uh, so, so I'm, 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 I'm say I, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm say I know. So it was like, so it's like, I know God has called me to preach. I think it's because it's, it's the certainty as humans we love to use. And, um, but it's definitely that even like a lot of people and they, they say like, Ronnie, you're, you're going to struggle with this. And so. Like definitely, like it's with the performing arts ministry. You're like, okay, I'm comfortable doing that. Tap, no, I'm I'm cool with that. Then when it's the whole preaching aspect, that's when it's like a little bit of like a oh, wow, my faith muscles need to be um, anchored because I'm like I don't I don't know I God I can't see it that that's that's not my plan. But then that's that's the biggest thing. That's what I had to realize is like it's never going to be in our plan for what God has called us to because. Say it's not going to make sense, but you know, like I said, he's not a man; he shall lie. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, and so, and that's something that is going to come with purpose. People, it's like when it comes to your purpose, when God calls you something, it's it's going to seem like God, you tripping? Like you, I, I got me like a Moses moment. I'm like, nah, you, you, you do, I'm the wrong person. You got to pick somebody else. Or, or sometimes we'll say, I'm not good enough to do that. 
I think that's when once our purpose is revealed. Hey, Mike, ain't that the crazy thing? <laughs> like we we ask God for something, and then once He reveals it to us in a way we didn't expect, we we be like, uh, no, that's that, that's not it. That's not what I wanted. You're like God, I don't think that's nah. I don't think that's right, God. It's crazy how <laughs> we be talking. We be. We think about it. We really be trying God sometimes. <laughs> like we really be trying God sometimes. Mm-hmm. God tell you something. No, God, I don't. I don't think that's it, fam. I, I think you're wrong. Mm-hmm. God be sitting back here. Holy Spirit be like, "Excuse me. Yeah, I think you're wrong. I think you got this wrong. Uh, that's not me." Mm-hmm. Be like, "Who right. created what? Mm-hmm. Were Were you around when I created the universe, the stars, the heavens, the earth?" No, I didn't think so. And yet mm-hmm. we still be sitting here like, yeah, that ain't that ain't it, fam. It's not it. It's not it. It's not it. So, not for real. <laughs> oh, wait, not like, or about my favorite one. Like, once we feel so in worship with God and we be in the presence, we be like, yes, yes, Lord, use me. Use me as you want to. I will bow down to your will. Then once he does something, hold up, wait, hold up. I mean like that. No, wait, stop. <laughs> oh, glorious sky daddy. I just submit everything to you. You're just so awesome. What do mm-hmm. you need from me? I'll go where you want me to go. Go to Nineveh. I ain't going there, though. Wait a second. <laughs> now, nah, God. Got that. Uh-huh. Oh, I rebuke you, Satan. Uh, right. I- coming up in here in my presence when I'm trying to talk to God. And be like, All right. what makes you think God would allow the enemy to interrupt y'all moment? Like, mm-hmm. not for real. I'm like, oh, God, hold way, hold, hold, guy. You, you got too much dip on your chip now, man. You got something wrong. Hold up. But like, what you, what you, what you mean, Lord? Like, mm-hmm. I, ain't, I ain't doing that. I'm definitely not. I'm Isn't definitely it crazy not. Crazy how some people will sit there and tell God what they not gonna do. Like, you remember growing up, like you couldn't tell your pa- your mom what you weren't gonna do. Mm-hmm. I ain't about to do that, mom. You tripping? We can't do that with our natural parents, but then we sit there and try to tell the all-powerful creator, all-knowing, the God of gods, right? The heavenly host. And we sit there and try to tell him, yeah, I'm not doing that, Lord. Like, really? You're not doing You're not doing what? What are you not doing? Run that by me again. <laughs> it's going to happen sooner or later. Please explain to me how you're not doing what I told you to do. I really need to hear this one. Well, this is how we acting. Mm-hmm. We slick be acting like, yo, I I'm not doing that. God, this, you know, you got that wrong. Like, that ain't it. And God's sitting here like, who who is he talking? I could just mm-hmm. imagine God in the heavens to be like just stopping and looking at everybody and be like, Hey y'all, who is he talking to, fam? <laughs> Do y'all exactly. hear this? Who is he talking to? I know he ain't talking back to me like that. Sitting like the man must have lost his mind. That's what happened, <laughs> he right? Lost mar- he, he lost his He lost his mind. marbles. He he done he done lost it. Talking about what he not gonna do. I'll tell you what you about not gonna do in a second. Like Man, we, yeah. we really crazy. We man, we wildin'. We really wildin'. Ain't ain't no better than um. Wait, who was it? Um, who ran? Who escaped from? Um, who got free from Egypt? 
the when they went with the wilderness they made their promises um the israelites the israelites oh, yeah. I mean, we, we know better than them right we and that's the crazy thing is we have an example of what happens when you when you're not when you're not listening right Mm-hmm. And yet, mm-hmm. we sit here and still end up in these positions where we're being disobedient. We still end up in these positions where we're not doing what we're supposed to be doing. We end up in some crazy positions. Mm-hmm. Complaining. I'm, I'm grateful that we're in freedom. Man, talk about it. I'm like, yo. I don't know if we get off track, but I don't mind this conversation about we purpose. A little but, off you know. track, but hey, like, <laughs> talk about it, cause uh, <laughs> fam, we really, we really be wilding. Mm-hmm. Like straight up, we really be wilding. Don't make no sense. Don't make no sense. Got to do better. No, nah, but we really do though. Like, we really do need to do better than what we do. I agree. I definitely agree, yeah. Just one of them things, man. That's just one of them things. But yeah, man, Uh, I, we got so far off. I don't even remember what we're talking about. Oh, goodness. <laughs> I believe we was talking about when it comes to purpose and... um. Oh, yeah, because I think I... I had a question um, whether if whether you're competent in something and go with that. But what if God calls you to a ministry or calls you to a direction that's you're not as competent in? And it's like, oh, God, it must be a mistake for you calling me to this way. That's how we got to that. Oh, that's right. The, the oh, can't be me. <laughs> that's the can't be me, God. You can't be talking to me like that. Uh-huh. And that's real because we sit here, bro, we sit here and do that. Oh, no, that can't be me. God, you got that messed up. You really got that messed up. You really cannot be talking and saying I'm supposed to be doing something like that. That don't even make no sense, God. Like, you must be urgent. Yep. It's hilarious how we sit here and tell, like, it's hilarious how we sit here and try to tell God what it is. Like, we really know. And I'm saying this, but y'all, I'm guilty of this at one point. I think I don't know, I don't know why we do that. This at one point. Oh yeah, for sure. Shoot. I'm like, God, uh, no. Shoot, I mean, for where I'm in conversation with him, I'm like, uh, God, um, G, Dad, yeah, Abba, t- Top G, Sky Daddy, Top G. Right. Big chieftain. All right. Uh, another thing. Some of the word, some of the things we call God, people got to stop. Like, like daddy. We well, no, because Abba basically means that. But what I mean is like, we, it, it, you're still supposed to hold his name holy. <laughs> you're supposed to hold it in reverence. Like we can't. We got. We got to be like. I know prayer is a conversation, but I think we've gotten too a little too loose with it. And we forgot the reverence that's supposed to come with, uh, with praying. I think we've forgotten a lot about the 
fear of God that it speaks about in the word. Yeah. Right? Because mm-hmm. a lot of the times I find we will sit here and go on and on and just, you know, it's like, okay, you're talking to God because he's your father. You're talking to him just like normal. Cool. But at the same time, it's like, you still need to watch how you come at him. I had to have experience with the Holy Spirit once where I'm sitting here thinking, man, I can do whatever, blah, 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 blah. And then all of a sudden it was like, I'm speaking and I'm speaking real kind of like loose with God and the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit had to check me. It's like, who are you talking to? It's the thing I heard in my spirit. And I just stopped and I was like, huh? Who are you talking to? Right. And it got you to, it got you to remember like you might grow up, think of it even as your natural relationship with your parents, right? Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know how everybody's parents are. But I grew up, and, you know, when I'm a kid, I can't say a lot of things. When I become an adult, I can speak a little more loosely and freely in front of my mom now. Talk to her about everything, right? But there's still words that I'm not going to use around my mom because out of respect, there's still things I'm not going to talk to about my mom, to my mom about out of respect, and there's still ways I'm not going to address my mom out of respect. And it goes the same way. Like, I was mad once, and this is how the conversation happened where it was like, who are you talking to? I was mad, and I was talking, and I was like, and I started getting mad, and I started really, like, yelling at God, right? And mm-hmm. I kind of, like, going off, throwing my little temper tantrum and saying a bunch of stuff, and that's when I heard, who are you talking to? And I had to check myself because I'm like, I am really in here yelling at God saying this is stupid and how you let this kind of stuff happen. Like, again, y'all, this is when I'm early. I'm, 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 I was still learning. And I was like, uh, nobody. Like, you know, your parent asks you, like, who you, like, who you talking to? And you're like, um, uh, uh, and you can't really say nothing but nobody. Mm hmm. Yeah, yeah, kind of same thing, man. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure, yeah. Um, so I think it's rare when I get into moments like that with him. Um, like, I think I still come off with him with still respect still, or like, sometimes I'll be moment like, hey, God, yo, it's me. So, sometimes it depends on what it is. Like, sometimes my vernacular changes. Sometimes I... I do come with like, hey, I'm like, oh, Heavenly Father, thank you for blessing this day with me. I appreciate you. Sometimes I am like that, but sometimes if I'm upset or I'm like, yo, God, to be honest, I'm not feeling this. This is messed up. I'm like, forgive me if I curse God, but this is BS. And like, sometimes I, I get real with God sometimes just because the show that closeness relationship where it's like, hey, I'm I'm coming to you in this moment, mind you, God, this is just anger. So it's like I'm just venting to, to you, like 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 you said, I'm casting my cares because you care about me. So it's like there's definitely is a balance between still showing that respect, that respectfulness to him just because he he is Abba. Also, like you got to make sure, like, don't forget who who he is. I'm just giving him that respect that he deserves for sure. Definitely. Again, man, it's one of those things you're like, hey, who you talking to? Mm -hmm. And again, that check right there. Have you go? Uh. Uh, 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 yeah, the Holy Spirit would do that. Uh, 
I don't, you know, uh, uh, I, you know, uh, you start speaking a lot of us uh-huh. and whatnot when that when you know, when that come at you that way. I'm just uh-huh. I, I understood. Not I'm sorry. I, yeah, understood. <laughs> I'm sorry, Lord. All right. Okay, so back back to purpose. Back to purpose. I was about to say we really got uh, off the tracks here. <laughs> I'm just going. It's, it's podcast, and we do conversations. Where wherever happens, happens. Okay, back to purpose. Um, okay, how important, Mike, is it to be focused on purpose? And after you say how important it is, how do you make sure that you focus on purpose? Uh, I think it's incredibly important to be focused on purpose. And that's really because like if you're not focused on what your goal and your purpose is, you're not going to, you're not going to focus. You're not going to achieve anything. You're not focused on like first and foremost. Right. And I think for a lot of people, we go through this, we go through this time where we, we focus on everything else and say, I'm going to do purpose, but it's kind of like a, a background thing. We try to do, we try, a lot of people try to do their purpose as a side quest. Mm. And God's like, nah, this is a main quest for you. Like, no, we need to, this is what you need to get done right now. And we're like, uh, Lord, I will, but you know, I got this and this and this going on. So this is going to be a side quest for me. Mm-hmm. But you don't get to decide what's your side quest and what's your main quest in life. I mean, you do. It's not smart for you to choose that way, but I mean, technically you do get to choose. But you should always choose to put your purpose first, because at the end of the day, everything else will align itself when you align yourself with the will of God. Mm-hmm. That, I guess that's the easiest way I can say it. When you align yourself with the will of God, everything else is going to fall in place. Mm-hmm. I do. I definitely agree. Um, one of the biz- the biggest misconceptions I see when it comes to purpose is they feel like if they're not making money from it, that's not their purpose. Mm. Oh, yeah. Talk about that. I think, and all the reason I'm speaking on that is because I came, I had that mindset of that when I first started doing that. I figured if I wasn't making money from it, that's that's not my, my purpose. And it was definitely looking back at it, it's, it's stupid. Like it's it's stupid because I'm I was looking at it from a worldly standpoint as if like, oh, I gotta I gotta have this business because that's my purpose. That's what he wanted me to do. And it's just like we have a lot of people, they I I, I, I forgot who I forgot who, who said this. We confuse our passions with purpose. Where, where passion is, don't get me wrong, passion is important. Passion is used for your purpose, but passion is not your purpose. And passion is like that fire, that desire that you have to pursue the thing that God has called you to do. But we cannot confuse with 
the gifts that he has given us are not for necessarily not for profit. No, I think there is a bigger spectrum on why God has created income for us. Don't, don't get me wrong. Our gifts will make room for sure, but income cannot be the main source or the idol that we have when it comes to pursuing purpose. No, like I mentioned when the podcast first started in this episode where the purpose is for God's name to be known. What, what happens after that is because he has graced us and blessed us to receive whatever end that is. But our main focus does have to be God in that moment because if it's if it's not pleasing to us, we we won't pursue it. It we we won't like if it's not seeing how we like how how many musicians, how many people you've seen who who left the church because they were not getting paid enough for the the person well for for the event, so they decided to leave. But then it's like, but they guys told you to leave because you were getting a check from it, or you didn't get what you thought you earned. That's the we got to realize when it comes to things that he has called us to income is not going to be one of the first things he's, he's going to think about when he's called us to it. You know, let's, let's be honest. And we have to evaluate and see what is our main focus and our desire for, for doing this. Not I'm saying if it's for income, you're, you're not doing it for, for God. So, so, so once again, your, I forgot how how start this off. Um, sometimes I get lost while I'm um, these worms. Yes, your purpose and is not necessarily what's going to make you money. For sure, yes, definitely, yes. So your purpose will it's not tied to income. It would be nice, but definitely evaluate what God has called you to do. I mean, let's, let's be honest. If that's that's why I say I do respect pastors who and this is probably give me on subject. That's why I do appreciate. Ministers who still, I'm, 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 say, I'm say pastors. So, because I think I do see this. I do see pastors who still a full-time pastor in meetings, go to events and they preach, they go all around the country, but like they still work a nine to five still. I, I respect a hundred ten percent now more than ever when, and like I say, like I, like at, in our sister church, um, who does second service at our church, like she's in the she in the medical field. So there's moments when someone else has to preach uh, for her on on Sundays, who she has as a guest on um, preach because she still has to work. Or sometimes I hear other preachers and they say like like yeah, I gotta be in this meeting, this meeting, this meeting, and I gotta, I gotta with the trust boards, I gotta preach in, at this state next weekend. But they still work like a nine to five job. Like yo. That's a lot on a person's plate. So for them to still pursue the mission that God has called them to and still doing a nine to five to help sustain their family, I, I take my hat off to them. I definitely respect for what they um do. And that's how you know when someone truly has a heart for, for God because they're still doing what he's called them to do, even if it doesn't financially stabilize them. Yeah. Because in my mind growing up, Mike, I thought, okay, you, you just preach full, like if you preach if you preach, then you know you ain't gotta worry about bills, nothing like that. You get paid, yada yada yada. But some, I think once I started being more invested into the church and you know being behind closed doors and seeing what they're doing, I'm like, I'm like, 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 nah, like, I, I still work a nine to five. I still sell on cars throughout the week. I'm like, wow. I thought y'all just, just kick it and just you know, um, suck the word throughout the week and then y'all preach on Sunday. But wow, it's, it's still a lot. It's crazy. Real talk, though. Real talk. And, like, 
I, I, sorry, I have a problem stepping back from my mic. Um, especially, you know, your giftings will make room for you, right? But it doesn't necessarily mean that, like, you're going to, it, it doesn't always happen the way you think. You can be a pastor, right? That doesn't mean you're going to make money off of preaching. Mm-hmm. But what gifting has God given you that allows you to be an effective preacher? Is it that you're a great leader? Because that will make room for you, and you're going to benefit off of that income-wise. We, we pay leaders, period. Is it because you're a great public speaker? You can get into other things for that. Is it because you know how to study and you can review documentation and things of that nature and break down paperwork? Maybe you need to be, you know, going over contracts and whatever. Like these kind of things happen like that, right? Or let's say you're mm-hmm. a worship leader, right? All right. You're not getting paid for your church to do praise and worship. How much do you love music? How much has God put that in you as a natural gift? I'm not talking about just leading worship, but is music your actual gifting? Because if it is, start writing, start creating, start making, start making beats, start doing whatever, start Mm -hmm. performing at weddings and shows, little private venues. Like, if that's the case and that's what you want to do and that's your passion and whatever, then you can, you know, it can be profitable. Is it necessarily going to be profitable to the point where you're going to have to, you're going to be able to quit your job and take this show on the road? No, that's not how it always works. But mm-hmm. there's always going to be, God is always going to provide a way for you, right? Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of the times, the problem with a lot of saints when we think about things like this, and I'm popping a lot because I had to take this pop filter, well, this cone off, um, is a lot of the pro- a lot of the times we start looking at things financially too much. Mm-hmm. We look at it as how am I going to capitalize? How am I money wise going to get this? And how am I going to do this, you know, financially? And it's like, bro, God's got God's going to take care of you financially. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> Bless you. Oh, uh, Mr. Cough button. God's going to take care of you financially. Like, it's mm-hmm. not there's nothing that you have that he can't provide. There's nothing mm-hmm. that you want that he can't provide. So we've got to learn to we've got to learn to chill out sometimes. Mm-hmm. I think that's the easiest way for me to say. We got to mm-hmm. learn to chill out. Yeah. Yes, and and definitely, I'm a firm believer in your gift will make room for you. Um, I know that's gonna sound crazy. I know that's kind of cliche. What everybody says like, nah, really, your gift will make make room for you, and I think like how we started in the very beginning, how you say like where do you start when it comes to, like 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 ministry? Um I mean that's why I personally say start off where your gift is at. If you even if you may not hundred percent know, attempt something in ministry that will seem pleasing to you, and then I truly believe you'll find your way where God has called you to, to be. Um I definitely knew from the very beginning. Like I said, with the skills and gifts that I had, like my gift of, which I didn't know this was like a gift until maybe like the past two years, but my gift of speaking, I didn't know I had a true, um, a true 
get for that. I remember, like I said, I'm so used to being the leader of things and just not know I was doing it, but like I just, I'll be honest, I'm a chatterbox, you know. Anybody who knows me, you know, I like to talk a lot, but I never saw that as a gift. I just thought that was from the me being like that mindset of a entertainer and actor person. That just, I thought it was just my personality and whatever. But then I realized this was in college where it was like business management class. And, um, you know, you know how it is in a group where everybody have different parts and projects. They say, hey, this person's going to do the research. This person is going to make the PowerPoint. Okay, who's going to be the person to speak? Knowing me, you know, I'm I'm like, hey, I'll I'll speak. You no, know, it is what it is. So, but then it's like when I got, don't get me wrong, I get nervous when I speak. So I don't people think I'm confident or trying to be arrogant or nothing like that. But when I got up on in front of the class, started speaking, and, and that's one of the moments where it's like when you just step up and I'm in front of the class and I'm speaking off the powerpoints and I'm cracking little jokes here and there and then. That's when my instructor, um, you know, he's giving everybody his points, critiques on everybody. And he, he started to look at me. He said, Rodney, he said, you, you, you have a gift of speaking. Like not many people can do public speaking, but Rodney, you have a natural gift for that. And then that's when praise the Lord. Pray, praise him. And I, like I said, not, not taking credit, but that's what he has instilled in me. Some people can do it naturally. Some people have to grow into it, but it's one of the things where, like, now with my gift of speech, now I have a podcast. Now I can motiv- I can motivate people um, over Instagram and me doing preaching. It's like it's so much that because that small gift of speech, that gift made room for me to do numerous amount of things. And so even for what I thought in my head from like, okay, I can I know how to do this because I've done this. No, the reason why I can do it is because the Holy Spirit gave me that gift. And he's allowed for me, to, he's allowed doors to open up because I continually worked on the gift. And that's what, just to piggyback off what you were saying, Mike, how you say no, like if you are a writer, right? If you love music, music. If you no, know, you wanna do this, then I need to do that. Most of the times, God will give us a word, but we can't go to that next level if we don't start now. Like, it's so many people who I've heard, Mike, when they say, like, yeah, writings, I know what my purpose is. I know what I'm called to do. I know what I want to do in life, but I'm, I'm just going to do it when, when the time is right. I'm going to do it when I get enough money. Hey, I'm going to do it when the kids move out of the house. Like, no, like, yo, start, start now. Start no, now. No such thing as the right time. It's the most, like, I know in their mind it makes sense, but yo, it's like, if you don't start now, like, if you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. Because, oh my gosh, like, what's the parable? Yeah, so it's, it's like the parable um, with, with many talents where one person had one gift. One person had, um, was it five and ten? I forgot what the how many there were, Mike, um, that each person had. Uh, yeah, there was one with ten, one given five, one given one. Like, you, like, they worked on... They worked on their talents while the master was away. And because they mastered it in the season that the master gave them their gifts, they were able to multiply that in the time span when the got when the master was not around. And it was one individual, he hid his talent, he put it down there under dirt where can nobody see it. I put it under here. Hey, I know this will make him happy if I just put it here because I'm not gonna spend it, I'm not gonna touch it, I'm gonna keep it right here. 
Then the master came by and then he said, what did you, what'd you do with it? Oh, I, I, I hit it. No, so you know, yeah, I hit it, and then that does that displeased the master. It's the same thing with us. We have these gifts and talents and skills that is a part of our purpose, but we are too anxious or nervous or just really apprehensive about doing one small leap of faith and taking one step. Even one step can do a, a whole bunch, but we're too afraid because we want to wait for the right time. You know, time is not on our side for most of us. Like some, someone woke up today. Well, not not, not, even, not even woke up. So, so someone passed away to today, thinking I'm gonna do it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Like you, you don't want to do that. You want to start now. And like the thing about how much joy you have in your life if you start working on what you enjoy doing. Like Mike, I know you like it when the Holy Spirit gives a song in you and. Like you like write down the melody or you record it and you send it to us. I know you're like, oh shoot, the Holy Spirit gave me a song on turn up. Or like me, like I love the fact when I have a new project that I'm directing and now I'm like, oh, I can't wait to do this. I got the shots ready. Like it gives you so much joy. It makes life that much better once you're doing what God has called you to do. So like I said, you can't wait for the for the perfect time because in, in your mind, that perfect time will never come. It's, it's, like, it's, like, it's like when people say, Mike, when I'm, I'm going to give my life to Jesus when <laughs> when I'm ready. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm like, okay, okay. That's one of those, oh, well, okay, that person's not ready yet. They're not going to do it. Because it's real. Like, I know I'm going to give Jesus my life when I'm ready. I just, that just, what that just means is I'm not ready to give up doing what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I'm not ready to give up and submit to his word and his will. No, that's true. That's definitely true for real. Well then. Yeah, man. This has been uh this has been good. Mm-hmm. Nah, that was good. That was a good talk, good talk, good talk. Yeah, guys, uh, we enjoy having y'all here. Y'all know what it is. Big G Got Man Podcast. Yeah, man. Uh, Rock, you're not going to have a lot of video to select from with me this time. That's all right. A little bit goes a long way. Now, I could have restarted the video. I could have. Mm-hmm. Because apparently I could just I just have to do it in 15 minute increments, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wasn't about to do all that. So, um, I'll send you what I got. Yeah, man. All right, sounds good. Sounds good. Yeah, guys, but we uh, enjoyed having you guys. This is the Godman Podcast. You can like, comment, and subscribe. We would appreciate you. You can reach us at thegodmanpodcast at gmail.com or reach out to us on Apple Podcasts. Rodney, are you monitoring Apple Podcasts? Because you're the one that has the, uh, you know, the iPhone. Um, I have not as of yet. I was looking at the other platforms, but I can definitely do that for sure. Oh yeah, you should probably monitor that one. See if Sips. we you know see if someone maybe gave us a comment or something like that, because apparently, you know, it's a lot of Apple podcast users and they're listening. There's really a lot of Spotify users that are listening. Because mm-hmm. so our demographic numbers, right? Mm-hmm. That's only showing what's happening on Spotify, by the way. Mm-hmm. 
we don't know what's happening on Google or Apple, iTunes, Apple Podcasts. We have to get into the Apple Podcast website to look at that. So, very interesting. Um, well, but yeah, bro. This is uh, this is nice. Uh, yeah. So y'all like, comment, subscribe. Know what I mean? Um, share with a friend. That's very important. Sharing is caring. It definitely is. It definitely is. You should share because you should care. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Like, comment, subscribe, share with a friend, all the good stuff. We drop every Tuesday morning. You can find us on all social media platforms at the Godman Podcast. That's on Instagram, Facebook, Take It Uh Do we do Twitter, Rodney? Um, we're, we're going to, we're going to, I'm going to start the, I'm you're going to start, start tweeting the, for us. Um, well, inspirational. Well, yeah, you're going to well, start tweeting much, for us. I think we I should mean, stay on be, Twitter. I think we should stay on Twitter. I mean, if anything, so he's going to do the, like the little small stuff that we say, I was going to take like what we like say, like in words and just post it on there. Now it's necessarily like, Hey, I'm eating a burrito today. I ain't about to do it. But are you eating a burrito? If I'm gonna eat a burrito, I'm gonna use that. Acceptable. Acceptable. But yeah, so like we said, uh, you know, all that good stuff. And uh <laughs> okay. we're gonna we're gonna see y'all later. This is a weird outro for me. This is kinda weird episode <laughs> for me, to be honest. Yeah. It's kinda But weird. that's all right. Peace. See ya. Dun, dun, dun.